episode 17. Chandler's a little sick, so I'm going to go ahead and open us up. We got the normal stuff we do every week. We got playoffs, NHL, NBA, draft lotto, and, you know, what we're watching this week, you know, regular, everyday stuff that you expect from us. But before we get into all that, let's go ahead and thank our sponsors at Fertilizer Service Company, helping the things you hoe so you can make that dough and tend to your rows off Highway 59 in Fairfax Mo, What's up, man? How'd your week go? How'd your weekend? Because uh, I think I'm going on a cleanse. Yeah, I mean, Saturday night was... took a toll on my body. That was a lot of fun, but I never, ever want to do that again. Yeah, so um, we were at a bar watching the Blues game, and it just so happened there was an Anheuser rep there. So during the Blues game, all beer was free. All Anheuser Everything beer. Everything on her tab. Anything so it was wanted. just alum- I would just squirrel on away aluminum pints. Yeah, the guys kept coming up and checking our table, and he'd just sigh after like the yeah. third one he would pick up. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's a whole six pack that's full, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, dollar bombs. Yeah, dollar bombs. And the, it was a bomb off. It was like World War fucking two in that bitch. Yeah, have you ever done the milk thing? I know that we talked about strategy. For no, that. I I've always wanted to. I think I should have done it while I was in high school. Absolutely. Um, I would have been, you know, better fit to do it. I ate a lot more, so my stomach is probably bigger. But yeah, I think you just do four ounces for the fir- a minute for the first three minutes, and then two ounces a minute after that. Science, bitch. This is a shot. Just a shot yeah. of milk. Not I think too bad. You can do it. You also have to have a very empty stomach. Yeah, a little per- intermittent fasting. Yeah, like the day before, chug like three gallons of water. Oof. Well. How much water do you think you could drink in one day if it was like you get 100 grand for every gallon you drink? Ten, make it 10 grand for every gallon so you are you want more gallons. Because i got to be pretty satisfied after one gallon getting 100 grand. Man, I would say... I might be able to get down. I what's the max the maximum that I could actually fit? Give me some scope here. Like at a time, I mean your your stomach's like three quarters of a gallon. To to just like to maybe like seven eight six, gallons six or seven six or seven gallons. Yeah. That's probably where I'm right where I'm at. Because I think if it's a hundred thousand a gallon, you just drink like two gallons. You're like, I just got two hundred k. I'm good. Hmm. But because. I think, yeah, water is way different because your body passes it a lot easier than, like, milk, which is a fattier. Yeah, but... So you digest it quick. We're still not hydrated enough. No. Especially my people who I got beef with this week. Who's that? Everybody who has a Salt Life sticker on their car Mm -hmm. and doesn't live within 50 miles of the ocean, you're not about that life. Like, I'm just sick of seeing them everywhere in Missouri, 
and they do not really like what why why just they it's just a lifestyle don't, is it is it tell me that in the winter i mean and i there's snow outside. i don't have one and I'm, i've never been a salt life bro but idiotic i agree i mean and okay if you're on vacation and you're like i really need something to come back with me what why t-shirt t-shirt's the best go-to <sighs> upsetting what are you mad about i'm mad about fucking honeydew melons being in my fruit salads because it's that time of year where it's like spring so you're getting mm. a lot more like fresh fruit out um whether it's like at a brunch you go to or whatever honeydew melons might as well be the most worthless fuck worthless fucking thing of all time just a cheap way to fill space i hate watermelon personally i mean i could go without all melons yeah i could jump on that team because i hate cantaloupe mm-hmm. i'm going to qualify that as a melon honeydew is the worst Watermelon, like the smell of watermelon, makes me gag. And we've talked about yeah, but like watermelon Jolly Ranchers are cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't like them, but yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Interesting. My dad likes salt most watermelons. I see people do that. Whatever, yeah. they're weird. Talking about people I don't understand and craziness. A million YouTube followers dropped out. This is my what the feed for the week. This was going to be part of my lifestyle tip, so... Perfect. Well, this will segue exactly how I needed it to. When I'm talking about this, I'm talking about makeup YouTube, which I have zero idea. You're a bit more of a YouTube guy. Yeah. Just take take the reins. So, I mean, I don't even really have a full grasp of this, but um, you guys might have seen this on like Twitter or Instagram or something, but James Charles is a famous makeup YouTuber... Um, he's kind of turned more into like a lifestyle type guy on like Twitter, Instagram, all that. But he had a following. He had 16 million subscribers on YouTube. The biggest makeup like page in all of YouTube. And he's a 19 year old like gay guy. And he controlled. Well, he cornered the market. He can corner the market and he got fucking canceled this weekend. So my lifestyle tip was going to be, like, don't fuck up on the internet. Like, in today's social media, like... How many followers did he lose? The the thing that I saw, I don't know what it was per day, but in the last 30 days, he's lost, like, a million and a half. But that's mainly all in the last, like, seven days. Think of a million people doing anything in seven days. It's insane. Yeah. And uh, my favorite shit, I saw a meme, and it was, like, his reply video, because it was... What started it is another makeup YouTuber who, like, kind of made him. She, like, promoted him up, like, before he was famous at all. She made a thing, a YouTube video about him being, like, you're done. It was actually called Bye Sister. Because James Charles' thing is High Sisters or something shit like that. After, so, he made a reply YouTube video. And the top comment on it is, I've been following James since he was at 16 followers, crazy or 16 million followers. Crazy to see him at 15 mil, <laughs> like fucking making fun of him. Cause people that's are always nuts. like, I've been with you since 20 K subs. Yeah. That's a YouTube joke. Yeah. Yeah. That's your community. Yeah. There, though. That's my niche. But yeah, cancel culture is real in today's that's day nuts. and age. And there were multiple people who got canceled this weekend too. There's a guy called pro Jared, who's a, a video game guy or something, but he just went through a nasty divorce with his wife and he lost like a hundred over a hundred thousand in a day. And he only had a million subscribers. So that's 10% of his following. 
just vanished. That, yeah. In a day. Wow. And I remember I was watching uh, some YouTube video about that, and they're like, I've never seen this much. And then literally the next day, James Charles lost like 500K. Well, I'm glad that uh, we're taking stances on some things. Yeah. Do you have the what the, what the feed? Go yeah, ahead with so, your little post. So I have, a, I have a what the feed. It's just a it's just a silly Facebook post that I ran across, and uh, really enjoyed it. So, you know, there's always you see it on Twitter where it's like, I'm never deleting Facebook or Facebook a different Which breed. Or, you should delete Facebook right now. I hate it. But they can get access to everything in your phone. Like just think yeah. about that from your text messages to your camera to your microphone at any time. They're listening to us right now because mm-hmm. um, I have Facebook. And so this guy basically was like Facebook a different breed, lol. And this girl, god damn it, she posts a <laughs> Facebook post and says, "So tired of throwing up blood." The first comment: "Why don't you throw up Crips then?" <laughs> I lost my fucking mind just thinking about like some West Coast Crip being like, "Throw them Crips up then." I'm anything. We ready for you over here, baby? Yeah. Switch teams. It's crazy. <laughs> I love the internet so much. It's great. Let me get into my lifestyle, which will take us into our NBA stuff, because right now it is a special time for everyone that's Muslim, where they don't eat all day. Oh, they're fasting. Yeah, it's Ramadan. Mm -hmm. So from sunup to sundown, no water, no nicotine, no alcohol, no food, nothing. And one, people just don't understand Islam a lot, and I get that it's... I don't you see that stuff and it's foreign to you and it's hard to like take in, but it's literally the biggest religion in the world. There's no way that everyone who is a Muslim is a terrible person or yeah, that's the just, world would that's be burning. All, I mean, that's just racist. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And so, you know, one, I just would say have a little bit more open mind because those people are probably going through it right now. But two, the people who are going through it are, athletes too Ennis Cantor, kareem abdul jabbar both observed ramadan while playing basketball and think about doing that in a playoff game like the guy was eating on the sidelines the second you know the sun went down yeah, that he could he had peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in the locker room ready to go like that is carb up. a whole different level of mental fortitude yeah i mean there's there's a lot of people um not that i'm not religious but i just am not like that into it i've just gotten out of that stuff since i came to college i know you're maybe not but i mean some people are are really into it and more Me, you know props big to religion them. guy props to them church of satan okay so i I'm, saw some beef about that I'm backing them as an organization who does good things i do not follow them i mean, I just can't get behind you poking the bear that much just the whole name of it is a direct attack towards christianity like you can do all the good in the world, but you're still, at the end of the day, a spiteful organization. Yeah, you, like, it's pretty hard to look good when that's your name. Yeah, I mean, look up the tenets. They're really, you know, good things that any person who has a right moral standing, regardless of how you got there, whether it be your parents or religion or whatever, you know, should follow those ideals. I think of that as like the same way when it's like the Washington Redskins. It's like, oh, we're just a football team. It's like, oh, but you have a terrible name. Like, it's it's a rough fucking correlation there. But uh, what do you want to move on to next? Basketball. That's why I talked about it in his canner. Oh yeah, 
Jeez, you're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So you want to go lottery first or playoffs? Because they're both obviously super playoffs, interesting. Portland. I'm just we just watched the lottery and I'm so infatuated with it. But um, yeah, so playoffs. <laughs> yep, brother versus brother. Yeah, I don't really care about. I that. I don't give a fuck about it. I'm, that it's important to think that KD might be out this whole series. He's Boogie, for sure out the first two, right? Like, uh, yeah, I mean they're gonna reevaluate him, so he might be. You know, out for even longer. We just don't know yet. Yeah, Boogie. You know, those guys aren't really going to help that much with this specific matchup. But not only do you have to, you know, figure out how to use those guys the best, but figuring out how they're going to mesh in the current, you know, system that they're running, because they're running a lot of different plays. Whenever Clay and Steph are your two main. Ball handlers versus KD. Yeah, it's a different offense completely. And Not that they haven't done it before. They just it hasn't been their thing for a long time. Well, they match up really well with you know the guard play there. Like they're going to be locked down on yeah. those guys, and that's going to be something really interesting to watch. But if you just let KD go, like they're going to feast Portland. Are you know just feast on them on the boards? If Boogie's not in, what are you going to do? Yeah. So that was one of the bets that you we took Dane's a couple weeks be, ago. You know Dane's going to be throwing that caboose around, keeping keeping uh, motherfuck Steph and uh, <laughs> God damn, you passed it on to me. Now I can't think right. Um, oh, uh, my buddy wants to talk to you looking ass. Uh, Clay, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> if you would have said the weed guy, I wouldn't know. Whenever you say my buddy wants to talk to you, I think of uh, Scott Van Pelt. Oh, and I just, not Scott Van Pelt. Uh, the, one of the brothers, Scott Van Gundy. Van Gundy. Gundy, yeah, Van Gundy. Okay. Well, I just think of that picture. Stan, not Scott. Stan. Stan Van Gundy. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, I just think of that picture of Clay. There's like last year when the the four of them all posed together, and he was just like had his back turned, like awkward pose, hands in jeans pockets. And it's like, bro, that's a bad look. He might be gone. I think him and KD are both gone. Well. We will see. It, I think that what happened tonight was really interesting. But before we get into that, I want to talk about some of the game sevens and like the shots. Yeah. And let's roll over to the other game. The you know not the Portland Denver, or unless you want to talk Portland Denver. Well, I mean Denver blew a seventeen point lead at the end of that. They're young. It was expected. We, I mean, we all kind of we've talked about this. I just picked them in this in our bet because I needed to be opposite of you. I knew you were going to pick Portland because you put an actual bet on them. Uh-huh. Um, that was wild. Joker is good. Yeah, he just looks like a fucking drunk. Led the playoffs and doesn't he? Uh, not only rebounds but also assists as a center. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy. So, and then we'll go over. Um, Bucks just cream the Celtics. Um, but the the Philly Toronto series was great. Absolutely, it's something about losing big games and crying on your way to the locker room that Kansas players just have in their blood. Yeah. It's, I don't know if that happens before they get there or once they're there, but that has to be like a day one lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I actually do enjoy players showing real emotion. And like, if I was a Philly fan, I would be like, you know, I'd be almost like happy. Like he really wants to win. Like he's not just like he didn't just like laugh at all. He's off. invested and they just brought like Brett Brown back because of him, I feel. Yeah. You know, so I think that they're in a good spot moving forward, but it's also a huge question mark of 
do we bring back Tobias Harris? Do we bring back JJ? Do we bring back uh, Jimmy Butler? They said they wanted to sign all those guys, but is that the best formula for success? You know, just trying to see how much these young players develop year to year while keeping, you know, a relatively strong front five and a trash. Yeah. You can, you can trust the process, but if the process is 50 years long, go fuck yourself. Like, like nobody wants that. Um, on the flip side of that, Kawhi, is that luck or just what's going on with that shot? I mean, I don't think that we have a player right now that has the same sort of drive that he does. I think he it's has insane. this Kobe Jordan-esque of, I just screwed that up, so I'm going to go home and just shoot in the gym all night. I think he finally got healthy, too. He was, like, just, it was nagging him. You could tell the whole time he was at San Antonio, it just felt like they were pushing him too hard. And he went to Toronto, and they're like, chill out, man, just get healthy, like, whatever. And he was like, okay, finally got fucking 100%, and he is balling the fuck out. The thing that really got hurt here was the Clippers' chance to land Kawhi. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely took a shot. Um, the other really big thing to watch, um, that series was dominated by Kawhi, but the reason why it was dominated by Kawhi was the pick and roll with Pascal, I'm going to butcher this name, Sakayam. And one, he can also create his own shot on a drive. He can shoot decently, but... Kawhi is such a threat that he can pass, dribble, go around, and this other big body, that pick and roll is such a huge thing for that team, especially when Lowry just doesn't show up. So what are the Bucks going to do? I think you just let Kawhi go and guard everybody else and try to outscore him. Yeah. I mean, they were a low-scoring team all throughout the playoffs. I would definitely... You try to make your threes. Yeah. If you're the Bucks, I mean, Brogdon just came back, so you it's you got to win look. the first two. And you got to win the home games. Well, make your threes. Give me your predictions right now. Let's just do that. Okay. Um, so I got the Bucks in six, and I have Golden State in seven. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and take Portland. That might be my final nail in the coffin for this. Yeah. And seven. Some might say the cork in the bottle. Any shots? That was a good joke. Yeah. Good job. It went uh, over my head, too. It, yeah, I was just so lost. I was just thinking pirates. Mm. Um, I mean, Dame Dude got a booty. I, dude, you took him in six. Yeah, Bucks. Huh. Um. Yeah. But if they win in five, then we both get plus one, and it evens out. So I'm gonna go ahead and take him in four. Wow. We'll now talk about that big story that you really wanted to talk about. Dennis Rodman stealing the 400-pound rock. Yes, I was all over this story. The G. This but why don't you just tell, I know about it, but why don't you tell the <laughs> listeners about it? So Dennis Rodman wanted, you know those uh, crystals that like alcoholics and people who believe in fairies are really into, the like geode-looking things? Uh, Yeah, what the fuck are those called? But anyways, anyways yeah. they're 400 pounds, and him and his boys just walked up there and said, hey, we're supposed to be transporting this. Walked and up where? to like Wherever the crystal was, I don't know. Like a fucking... Dennis Rodman frequents there, we don't need to know. Fair point. So... They just walked in, said, hey, we're part of the transport team, and they got caught. And somebody was like, you're Dennis Rodman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he thought he was going to go under he's the six, Damn it, this hat didn't work. Yeah, he's 6'7 with like... Purple hair, piercings. And like a bunch, of, yeah, a bunch of piercings, 
And he has a very distinctive voice, too. Yeah. It's, wow. They're like, what trouble did they get in? Probably well, just a slap on the wrist, because nobody fucking cares about that rock. California Yoga Studio. And um, he's just accused right now, innocent until proven guilty, so don't put that, that on him. That is the American judicial system. Right, so go ahead. What do you want to say? Um, Nothing, man. I was just, I thought you were going to go, you know, NBA draft. Obviously, you threw me for a loop on, on purpose, but that's cool. I just want to talk about how no part of the NBA draft makes sense to my brain, but I love every second of it. Would you like the quick breakdown? Like the lottery, like it makes sense how the the percentages work and it's random and all that. Um, like I don't, I didn't understand how like the Lakers, it didn't get past a certain point and then now they're guaranteed a top four spot. So the quick explanation is. And also on draft day, like the trades happen so fast that it, I think it just warps my brain. I mean, that's any drafting day. I, I just, the NFL, it just is smoother. Well, that's because it's rigged here. Okay. So. What happens in this NBA draft system, which they just updated, this is the first year that it'll happen, the team with the worst record will receive no worse than the fifth pick. Previously, the worst that they could do was fourth, so that changes up things a little bit. Also, it used to be the worst record was 25%, and then it went down to 19.9 and 15.6 and so on and so forth down the line. But this was all to prevent this tanking culture. So now the top three have 14%. And then they pretty much go down intermittently down to like 1%. All the way. Biggest winners, Los Angeles Lakers, you know, they ended up getting the fourth pick. They're Mm -hmm. at two. They had a 2% chance. Yeah. That's nuts. It's insane. It doesn't make sense. But, and then Memphis and New Orleans. Yeah. 6% each of them. Yeah. And that's one and two. So the only team that was one of the top three that got a top four pick was the Knicks and three. Yeah. And they, if you had asked the Knicks fan all year, they had the number one pick locked up somehow, even though we'll it was see. by random chance. We'll see. And then the Cavs got five. Um, I don't remember. Phoenix, s- Chicago. Yeah. I knew Chicago was a seven. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Um, and there's a couple Big names, obviously the top. Uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it shakes up because you have you have a lot of players that like where's Anthony Davis going to go? Are the Lakers going to try to put a package together? Um, are they just going to try to draft? I don't know. That four spot seems like eh spot. I mean, really? if you get Zion and potentially Jaw, see now we're talking. That's what I'm saying. Like if you have the one and four there, that could be your route. Or even Zion and Cam coming up and you let Jeru Holiday stay where he's at. Like, that's a formidable force. Yeah, but what do they have to give up to get that one? They have the one. I mean, they give up Anthony Davis. Oh, you're Davis, talking about Pelicans. So and they give get up picks Anthony... for years. Yeah. Unprotected. I want every pick as far out as it'll go. Be like, it'd be like 20, you know, it might be in the 30s. Yeah, 20... like... I, Actually, you can only go until the oh, CBA. Like the contract. Yeah. Right. And so up until that like, point, like, I went the last three years, your first round pick unprotected. Well, because the Celtics, 
still it seems like they have picks for they had three the rest of time um <laughs> yeah a little bit i mean it's it literally the they somehow worked out those deals to where they transfer every year up yeah so you know if it's top five protected the next year it's top three and so on and so forth but yeah the nba draft it's just something and it's such a spectacle and you have like random partial owners you have players you have former players you have owner's sons they're really trying to keep Dan Gilbert's son is a fucking nerd. I understand oh, he's yeah. a billionaire, but he's a nerd. Trying to keep Kyle Kuzma feeling like he's a part of the team. Yeah, <laughs> like, hey, put on this purple jacket and go stand up there in front of the cameras, bud. Do I have to? Also, a banana land thing is Rachel Nichols just had a like a mic to the whole entire like audience and everybody on stage and was just like live announcing it Making and was weird sh- shouting out Zion the whole time. Like yeah. Zion, you nervous? And he's just like thumbs up. Like wh- what is he supposed to do? I guess to the people who aren't ever going to watch that. And that's the one thing that they go there for. Like that's what they're there for. But it is awkward just watching it. And I couldn't imagine being in that scenario, but that kid handle- handles it amazingly. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point he's basically been groomed for this position for about a year. Um, but still, very fucking weird. And are there any other players getting drafted there? Were there? I don't remember. Nobody gets camera. drafted. I, I'm saying any other. Both like, of his Duke guys were next to him. Okay. Well, so that's not bad because they're friends. But, like, if you're John Morant and you're sitting there. like a I potential, don't know. I mean, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go either. But what if they made him go? And he's sitting there, and they're just like, Zion, Zion, Zion. And he's just like, and it's like I'd just be looking at my phone the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I, that is kind of what's wrong with other sports, though. And we're kind of complaining about it in the NBA. You know, like, if we had that in hockey or um, baseball, I think that both of those would immediately get more popular. Like a baseball lottery? Or a personality that is groomed in the sense of zion lebron-esque of you know this polished it's just media it's just presence. different because you want to groom them as much as you can but in baseball they still have to go to the minor leagues you know it's just a different system so it's hard to make somebody into a media presence and then be like all right go to fucking like omaha nebraska and maintain this i think that you know the team can work with someone a little bit more and put that together I mean, I guess they can, but or it, even it's just, whenever you get a new player, yeah, it, it's just a lot different. And hockey's the same way. There's so many of those minor leagues that just don't get enough coverage. They don't have a big enough following. Where it's like you're going from Duke to NBA lottery to draft to you know an NBA team. Where so it's like you're having constant media coverage. Where it's like how much baseball draft media coverage do you actually see? It's because there's a billion rounds. I mean, you can still sensationalize the you know good parts of it more. I mean, look at the playoff jumps and viewership of basketball this year, and also like I've never seen more people watch hockey than right now, just going out and people are caring about it. It's electric. There's still my biggest things with like baseball playoffs, hockey playoffs is they're a pain in the ass to to watch if you aren't willing to get your laptop and find either like an illegal stream or you have somebody's login. Whereas, like, obviously football is going to be on the main. Um, like, March Madness does it the best. There's a there's a That's website fair. you can go to that has, you can put your provider in and it basically works for everyone. Or you get three hours free and it has all the games right there. Like, it, it should just be like, you should put everything in a hub and just make it easier. 
it's like you want your ratings to go up. Just just simplify it for the average human. Pitch it. You need a little more I gusto. I mean, with it. I'm kind of sick right now. But That's what I'm saying. Bring it up. I, tell me who to talk to about it. I would tell John you Taffer. the same thing if you were dying. Buck up. Well, that's what my coworkers were like. Are you going to be fine? I was like, I think I'll live. I guess what I texted him back. It's like, I think I'll be fine. We'll see. If it's you just... po- get poisoned, it wasn't me. Well. Whole takeover here. Anyways. Interesting. That got deep. <laughs> you want to wrap up Chell playoffs? I mean, just watch it. It's been really fun. It's been a lot of they fun. They have, you know, two exciting teams to watch with just their pace of the Blues and the Sharks, but... The Bruins are just knocking the shit out of, you know, the, what are they? Carolina Hurricanes? God, mm-hmm. who cares? <laughs> but I'm happy for whoever wins at this point because it'll be the Bruins or two teams who have never won it. Yeah. Other good things uh, that I just had. Miami gave this cornerback the biggest contract ever. Why? Any insight? No. All right, cool. So, Dude, like, I mean, it's... It's just the new football thing is, like, Dak's about to get a $30 million a year contract. And it's like, what the fuck has he ever done? Nothing. Yeah, it's just like, they're like, oh, well, agents agents in the professional sports now are just too fucking good. Yeah, I agree. Like, they could probably sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. Like, I just don't understand it, but they're so good. Is that a saying? Mm-hmm. What was that? Ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. I mean, I heard, but what? No one says that. People say that. Yeah, like the snot rocket thing that I pulled on you? Yeah, well, see, I don't have a lot of lies that I sit on. I'm like you. You sit on a throne of lies. I sit on whatever throne's going to work for me. I'm just throwing shit at the wall here. But... Before we get to Thrones, let's talk the TV you wanted to talk about. Yeah, so I I wanted to bring up a new segment called SAPMDB, uh, a lot like IMDB, but it's just the Sneaky Athletic podcast version. Um, and so this is just kind of going over some of the shows we've been watching. Uh, this probably won't be a regular topic, but just every now and again, once we catch something that we like. I know I'm better at watching TV than you. Me, personally? No, just whoever's listening. Oh, yeah. I was like, dude, I put in two seasons of <laughs> AP Bio today, which was a pretty good show. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's Glenn. What is his last name? Starts with an H. It's the guy. It's um, Dennis from It's Always Sunny, and he's a Harvard philosophy professor who basically gets kicked out. And now he's teaching high school biology. Pretty funny. Like Th- that was your recommendation that you came with? No, that's just off the top of my head that's what I was watching today wow. um, my two true recommendations yeah. um, the first one one you kind of have to have HBO for these but you can find a way where there's a will there's a way um, the first one's Barry they're just a lot nicer over there than the Game of Thrones people and that's why I like it I mean it's a good show but that community it's a good palate cleanser yeah because it comes out on Sunday nights after Game of Thrones um, it's, it's also hilarious but it's well written and there's a lot of a lot of good actors, and they do a good job. The it's, twists in there are very realistic in a in a time and space where we have such a suspension of disbelief that you know it's really hard to get into some modern shows. But they 
make twists that would make sense in today's era. Yeah. Also, I feel like with Barry, there's a, there's a storyline, but I feel like you could just jump in wherever you wanted to. Mm-hmm. You'd be able to pick it up. And it's a it's an easy watcher. 30 minutes an episode. Another one them. that's an easy watcher. Let's get into the real, like, soft on the palate, good for the eyes, Chernobyl documentary that we've been watching. Yeah, it's like a docudrama. Um, everything he just said was wrong, but it's a great, <laughs> it's a great show. Um, they do a really good job. They're basically describing the events from the inside insider's perspective of Chernobyl from the second the reactor explodes to like the whole entire fallout. A potential cover up to what do we do now? You know, the first sci- time the scientists that are helping recover it, and the guys who wrote this and are. Um, not the director. I mean, he's doing a great job too, but the guys who like wrote this and pitched it and everything were, they were talking about how they've done extensive amounts of research on Chernobyl and everything. And they're like, it's sickening, but we know so much about it now. The thing that stuck out with me about watching that little, you know, after series part is he said, it's like getting burned from your inside out and your outside in at the same time. And well, yeah, you can't like radiation, poisoning you can't smell it you can't like feel it in the air there's no like heat sensation on your body it's just like all of a sudden your insides and outsides start melting well and you start throwing up blood happens to the best of us but it it honestly is a really great show and um they do they've done a good job but it's continued both of these shows are barry and chernobyl are currently airing episodes but if you want to binge something, go ahead and watch Wild Wild Country on Netflix. It is a little, I think it's six parts of the, I, they were a coal, a commune out in Oregon, uh, the Wasco County, Oregon, where this guru came from India and they literally had shootouts with the police and, you know, they're trying to extradite his secretary for multiple felonies and, all sorts of things from the 40 population town that they moved into and literally like just took over. They, you know, had enough people move there and take over the town voting to where they could do whatever they wanted with the zoning. And they were trying to make a utopia and it ended up to, you know, gun shootouts with the police. And it's a wild ride. What's that one called again? Wild, wild country. Nice. Nice. So that's, those are some pretty good recommendations. I can fill up your queue real easily. Um, and also you should buy HBO if you don't have it or just find somebody else to sign in for you. Yeah, absolutely. It's high quality television. So before we get into Game of Thrones, you got fake takes? I, oh my God. We talked about it and then I completely forgot to write any down. Are you kidding me? We, I just like, it slipped my brain. Fuck you. We, I said I would do it and then I just forgot. And then you, my phone you know, was went back up. and told me, oh, hey, I've had it the last couple of weeks. I'll be prepared. I'll get it I done. Have. You know, you don't need to worry you're, about you're criticizing it. And me. I go, hey, are you going to start while we're there? Is it going to be one of those sorts of things? You know, you need to just give me a break. That means you probably have some written down. You're just screwing with me. So I'll start in Miami. Dolphins cornerback Xavier Howard's agent said, after securing his client a new contract, I got them to spend so much money, this is the third best blow in Miami. Damn. So um, Ben Shapiro, you guys all know him. Uh, He came out and said, by the way, I'm pretty proud of the fact that I was a virgin until marriage. I don't see that as an insult. 
It's a moral standard. Mocking those who wait until marriage is pretty disgusting. He actually tweeted that. That was just something I wanted to put in. What's wrong with that? He's just a fucking weirdo. Are you not a virgin? Born again. Oh. The Royals versus Rays game next month is expected to sell out. Yeah, that's just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It hasn't happened in how many years? They had one of the worst attendance ever the other day. That was on that doubleheader, though, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure that was on a rescheduled doubleheader. It was on a disgrace to my self-esteem of where this team's going to be. Video has been circulating of Brad Marchand of the Boston Bruins shocking hockey fans as the player nicknamed The Rat made an unsportsmanlike play. Yeah, that's a tough sell. Roll up your sleeves. It's Game of Thrones time. Cities are burning. Alright, so if you're if you're not a listener or not a watcher of Game of Thrones and you don't want any spoilers, now's the time to dip out. Thank you um, for listening. If you are or you want the spoilers like a psychopath. Tony Stark does. Let's go. God that's it's been long enough, I'm not believing that out. I mean the band was up last time. Whatever. Let's get into it. So Daenerys. Do you think that she was her character arc was well written and that it was led up to her to for her to go kind of mad here in this episode? Bitch has been saying she's gonna burn people since. That's what I'm saying. Forever. People, people being like, "Oh, you ruined her." It's like this has literally been her whole bit. This is how she like won over cities. This is how she got her army. She literally got her brother killed by melting gold on his head. Exactly. And, like, looked at him with, like, a satisfied face. She's been doing this shit since season two. Season one. She made deals with blood witches. Yeah, warlocks. She murdered a warlock. Like, the one and only. Oh, I wasn't even talking about that. I was talking about the one that killed the son with, you yeah. know, in Caldrogo. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, she does... Yeah, she burned all those cows or whatever. Remember that? Mm-hmm. When she walked out of the fire? Yeah, like, she does this shit, okay? Like, it, yeah, it was sad. And I was sad that Arya was in the middle of it. Um, don't want my girl getting hurt, but she's fine. She's fine. I think John was really scared of death, having experienced it before. And you could see that whenever he was watching that happen and he had a different respect for it than, you know, the people whose views of those deaths were, you know, so skewed at that Mm -hmm. point, like Grey Worm and Daenerys. But I also think that that fear is potentially something that one will cause him to kill Danny, but two also, you know, make him be in a position where they have to really address that in the next episode because Grey Worm's going to report back. Oh, Hey, John just stood there. Didn't want to fight. She's going to ask him about it. He's going to say, I thought, you know, yeah, bad. It's a bad look all around. Um, something I just remembered from last week. My dad told me, remember how we were talking about um, the church of uh, your favorite Ninja Turtle, where he's just like drinking lean and popping Zans? Mm-hmm. My dad accidentally listened to that on half speed, and he said it's fucking hilarious. We're like talking about like taking communion <laughs> with lean, like, and you're giggling. <laughs> fucking completely forgot about that. I knew you'd like that too. Um, but anyways, I completely agree. Um, there's like... I also thought John was un- underutilized, but that's what happens when Daenerys finally realizes how to ride a dragon and destroys everything. I think that, you know, that was kind of her game plan of 
one, I need to be better. I've realized that I've screwed up, but two, it doesn't matter how I, I, you know, go about this because I need to absolutely, absolutely make sure people fear me. Like, no yeah, she other. said at the beginning of the episode after, um, our boy Varys died oh. because he's a little snake. When he's kissing John. Yeah. Um, yeah. like she was talking about how she's can either rule through like honor or rule through fear. Yep, and I think that she has to do fair because she's behind in the game. Sansa's a genius. That was my, you know, other big thing I wanted to say was girls just, she learned from the best. Yeah, she's, uh, she is pretty smart. Um, I do think some of her stuff was fucked. Like, I don't know. If she wouldn't have told anybody what would have happened. Also, if John just shuts his, shuts his mouth and has sex with his aunt, we're in a completely different situation here. <laughs> I'm back in the incest train. You know what? Fuck it. If you're team Tart, you it. have to. Yeah. I mean, other people are doing it. Why not? I mean, it's obviously, you know, not super popular in that world, but it happens and it's been happening and it makes sense for you to do that for the best of the realm. Like, what is your other thing? You know, your girl, your grit is gone. So, yeah. I mean, that just really shows the shift that we have had from cinematic you know expose that it is now to a real writing intriguing show and yeah. the small things and dialogue meant more also like people getting mad at this show just like fuck off for real just enjoy it yeah like there's no sense in being this mad about it just enjoy high quality television because like no matter whether you agree with how they're ending the show or not like the actual cinematography of the show and like i saw a clip of amelia clark when she was on the dragon Right before she's in that wild, yeah, where she's just like on a it's just like a thing with horns, yeah, it's a green screen and it's showing her like just a huge robot. her emotions right before she's about to burn the whole city. And it's like that's insane acting, absolutely. Like, just enjoy sit back and enjoy that whole aspect of it. If you were better at deciding what the story would be, that's what you would be you'd doing. be doing it, you'd be a millionaire doing it, yeah. Pitch your show to HBO, um, the Cookie Game Bowl 10 out of 10. I loved it because mainly it started with uh, what's his face, the high scepter or whatever, just getting destroyed in the funniest Quinn way. Burn. Yeah, his Kyber. death was one of the most satisfying for me in the whole show because it of was all time. a character who you kept just feeling like, get out of the way. What are you doing here? You know, brush him aside. And that's exactly how he died. It's yeah. perfect. He's a little weasel and he died like a little weasel. Mountain just picked him up. I like Cast. audibly laughed and gasped. Yeah. It was awesome, but last time I guessed like that was whenever I figured out your stem. Interesting. Um, mine was when Arya just went to fucking uh, Littlefinger's throat. Whoops, that was fun. Um, the Game Bowl, awesome. Hound died in such an honorable way. He wanted to kill his brother. He did. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Cersei and Jaime's deaths? I'm fine with it. I didn't like it, but sure. There's there's a lot of stuff. So like, at first I was like, man, I really wanted like wanted Arya to kill her, and I was like, no, like that's not Arya's thing now. Like she's already she's coming down, like she's peaked at mm-hmm. her killing. Now she's, um, and I was like, I kind of wanted, I didn't really want Jon Snow because that didn't make sense. I kind of wanted Daenerys to burn her with a dragon, but how one she hasn't left the Red Keep this whole season. She says it's the safest place in Westeros. And like, all it's like so many 
she caused so many bad things in there that it would only make sense for that place to fucking crumble on top of her. Absolutely. I think that my two favorite ways she could have gone out were Danny just flying directly into her in fire. Yeah, that window. her just sitting there and denying the truth after, you know, being informed the red fleet is, or the iron fleet is burning. Yeah. You know, the iron keep, or, gosh. The iron fleet and the red keep. You know, they've been infiltrating into the castle and her just sitting there and denying it. And then Daenerys coming and chopping that, you know, little tower off. If she would have just fell, I would have loved that. That would have been fun for her to like be going and like fall out of the window, going down and just Mm -hmm. like, that would have been a fun way to do it. Um, But I think there was a whole aspect of like Jamie finally admitting to himself that he's like, you know, I I really do love you and I want to like run away with you and have this child and just seeing crumble. I don't know. I'm still digesting that one. He did my girl bad. Yeah. He's a fuck boy. You know, I had a girl from the jump. He's a Lannister fuck boy. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Next week, any big predictions? That's a good I, one. I think Daenerys will sit on the Iron Throne at the beginning of the episode, but I don't think she'll sit on the Iron Throne at the end of the episode. It's a good open. Okay. I don't know. You were hot. You picked the first death in our little pool yeah, this week. So. I picked you on, even though Varys was the first, but none, nobody picked that. Next week? Last week? I know. I think, I, I mean, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm a fucking Game of Thrones little robot. You know, I just love everything they put <laughs> out. Like, I, you know, I love everything they do, so I'm going to enjoy it. He actually it. has a suit of armor in his room. Yeah, I, uh, I... Fucking shine it up every night. Let's was, get out of here. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, you know, go to our website, read our blogs, sneakathleticpod.com. We'll have yeah. a new one up when this is out. Merch soon to come. Just bought a camera. So YouTube page soon to come. Um, we got business cards, posters, that stuff is in the works. So stay strong. Keep supporting. We really appreciate it, guys. Sneaky Athletic.